Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night, ladies and gents. You're listening to Uber Radio. And before we get into this podcast, I'd like to talk about our board applications real quick. They are open for one more week up until Sunday, June 14th at midnight. And if you want more information about the positions and what they involve, you can go to our Instagram page or Facebook page, contact us there, or contact us via email at uberpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to apply, send a CV, motivation letter to uberpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, without further ado, here is the podcast. So welcome. Here we are at Uvo Radio Studios. Um, and with us, we have the candidates for this year's Central Student Council elections. Um, and they, yeah, why don't you come around and introduce yourselves? Beside me, we have... Timon. Hello. Um, I'm running for, uh, for the Central Student Counter, uh, Central Student Council. Um, as inter- we hope. Great, great start there. Um, yeah, so I'm uh, 21 studying PPOE. Okay, nice. Um, I'm Elias. I'm running for the Central Student Council as well, obviously. Um, as a member of FIFA Social, I'm 21 studying European Studies, second year, majoring in law. My name is uh, Tammy Schoots. I'm running for the anti corona party. And if you want your tuition uh, fees cut in half and your great <laughs> efforts to be freezed, Please vote for me. <laughs> Tell the voters what they need to know and quick. Exactly. She's done it, okay? 40 seconds in. And beside you, we welcome. Hi, I'm Lisa. I'm running for Slavs, and we really like beer. Hey, okay. <laughs> uh, can I ask uh, where mine is? Sorry? I mean, your party, it runs for oh. free beer, right? And you've come to a student organization over radio. We're a student organization. We thought maybe you'd bring <laughs> I really start stumbling beers. over my words when I drink beer, so I can ah, leave it for after. <laughs> okay, well, each to their own. Each to their own. Uh, and yourself? Yeah, I'm David. I'm uh, uh, David. I um, uh, run for the Vrije Student, DVS. Um, I'm a third year uh, Beta Gamma student. Uh, that's Natural and Social Sciences. And uh, next year I'm starting my Master's in uh, Political Theory. Lovely. Um, and yeah, so these are the candidates, but I have to ask, um, like, what is the CSR? I mean, that's, I, I understand that you guys, yeah, you run a council, you make decisions or there's some sort of representation I, I I know what's related to an election but I also know that because I've been asked to do this interview but I think a lot of students out there it's this vague committee board thing um but what do you guys do what are you what are you for what are you what are you there for yeah I can uh, maybe give it a shot so <clears throat> the central student council deals with um central problems that all the students have um, and they're kind of like the bridge between the students and the executive board and the dean of the university um, so obviously we're here to kind of represent all the students and all the issues that stu- arise within the student community uh, we're trying to take that to the executive board obviously and then to the university of amsterdam and try to fix it as much as possible so yeah that's mainly you know try to help the students as much as possible everybody agrees with that statement we can all kind of concur <laughs> yes yes well, maybe a little bit to it. We also need to make clear that it's mostly an advisory board, so okay. it doesn't have a lot of power. But and is it true you guys have a veto? Uh, I'm actually not sure about if we have a veto. I don't um, think we have vetoes on anything. One thing, though, is to remember that the CR, CSR is a legal entity, and now currently, for example, they're suing the UFA um, for the proctoring thing. Oh, yes, yes. which we so, will come to. I yeah. promise you guys, you're going <laughs> yeah, yeah. like to be able to talk about this soon, I promise. Um, but yeah, that's important to, important to note out. But on one hand, you're saying that you are a legal entity. On the other hand, you're saying this advisory board, which is kind of related to the institution. What is it you guys do? 
Well, I don't think a legal entity is uh, contrasting an advisory board because it uh, says something about the legislative power and something about what it actually is. So I think you need to separate, separate those two very well. Uh, but maybe my colleagues want to add something about the board. I haven't heard the other three yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we, we do we see this? this? Is the politics coming? In? Just like calling out the silence. I like well, it. I have some, I'm trying no, to I give like my fellow colleagues a platform, Beth. Don't try to find me. I see what you're doing here, uh, girl. Tensions Thanks are so high here in the, the studios. <laughs> not, not from my part, at least. Yeah, well, what we basically uh, want to do is um, yeah, like control the, the central board uh, of the university. So. Still. Okay, oh sorry. yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, if the board makes decisions, um, we have to check uh, whether students um, are heard in those decisions. Yeah. So kind of representation. Yeah. Um, which actually does bring us on. I was going to wait a little bit longer, which does bring us on to the issue of the prop touring, um, which I think we're going to cover later when we talk about it. But what is important to note about this case thus far is that you guys are actually able to bring that you're bringing this to court. Yeah. Mm. Um, you have yes. the ability to now do that on behalf of the students. Yeah, the current board student. Yeah. Um, and that was through kind of consent from the students and so on. How did this work? No, I mean, the Central Student Council, of course, is representing uh, the students at all times. Yeah. And at this time, um, the Central Student Council, which luckily and thankfully enters in this year as well, um, is suing uh, or is, is bringing, bringing proctoring and the UVA uh, to the court to see if this is actually in line um, with privacy gui privacy guidelines. Okay, so you guys kind of, you, this is what you guys do. This is what if people are going to vote for. It's this a is great, kind of... great example of how yeah. students should and are represented, uh, should be and are represented in the Central Student Council. Yeah. Okay, and, and tell me a bit about... To make clear, we're still candidates, so we're not actually in the council right now. I know, now. I know, but <laughs> I think it's important before we start, before we start talking about the po uh, politics you stand for is what are we voting for? I mean, mm -hmm. we can we get so much information um, about kind of like, oh, we're voting for this or it's free beer, it's for that. But like, what do you do once we vote for you? Like, what is that? Yeah. So I kind of wanted to set the stage and kind of like, this is what you do. You're going to be a representative body. Um, so yeah, tell me a bit about your parties. Um, who wants to hit the way? Uva Social, speak. <laughs> um, since everyone's looking at me, I'll try. Since um, I called you out, yeah, <laughs> straight up, like, um, your turn. But, uh, yeah, so Uva Social stands for four uh, main pillars, which we've had from since 2006. Um, and we've been fighting for all these pillars, which is accessibility, education, sustainability, and diversity. Um, a lot of them is kind of like self-explanatory, so... Um, for example, with diversity, we want to make sure that the staff of like the university and uh, is very diverse and like uh, okay. a diversity unit that's uh, the UFA is working hard to keep it as diverse as possible, you know. Okay, and, and how how are you maintaining a certain standard of um, yeah accessibility that diversity really in terms of the views that you represent? So um, when it comes to, for example, accessibility, there's um, a very broad range of kind of the word. It's not only, for example, accessibility physically, but also education. Um, so, for example, there's um, disabled people who are not able to attend to like enter the toilet or bathroom in Roots Island. And that's like a physical disability, you know, and they're not accessible. They don't have the accessible for them. Um, okay. So it ranges from that. But also, like, for example, now that <clears throat> with the coronavirus, a lot of stuff is like digitalized and online and the university kind of just expect a student if they don't have a laptop to go and rent one but also you're take not taking into consideration that a lot of students don't have the financial capability to do that okay. students are in places where they don't have good internet and stuff like that so it's kind of like 
on both the front of like physical accessibility but also okay. education in general. Okay. Um and inter. Yeah, how we, do you differ from this? How we differ from well, yeah. of course we Yeah, actually for the next round I think what's going to be important because I think that from what you've just said it, it sounds incredible those shall sound incredible but I don't think there's anybody at this table who would disagree with what you no. just said. So how would you how enter coming up how do you how are you different from Uva Social? I mean, of course, we, we also have a few pillars at our party, one of them being sustainability, uh, quality of education, uh, stuff like that. However, to get into the more uh, more concrete issues, um, what uh, concerns me very much is the fact that the Uva is scoring the lowest among all Dutch universities when it comes to accommodating functional impairments. Um, this has to do with student welfare. So I can ask what fun a functional impairment is? Yeah, yeah. So, so functional impairments are stuff like ADHD, autism, anxiety disorders, depression, and the UVA is scoring, shamefully, the absolute lowest of all universities in accommodating this. And this is, for example, in uh, how we inform uh, students that want to study here, but also how we handle stu students here right now. And this all has got to do with student welfare. And I think we have a lot of problems regarding student welfare at the UVA. And it's interesting. So you're from Inter, which is started up as a PPLE-based party, right? Mm -hmm. But at PPLE, I mean, we're very well represented when it comes... I mean, of course, there's still room for improvement, let it be known. But, I mean, we are very well catered to in terms of mental health facilities, facilities especially now. The whole second floor, actually, is a counseling department. Um, we have Jonathan, Martia, like, we have an incredible department there, mm -hmm. which do reach out, we also have very quick access to student um, psychologists, which we're aware that other um, departments at the university might have longer waiting times, so it's more difficult. So how do you think that Inter are able to stay in touch with that issue coming from such a narrow base? I mean, Inter began... And privileged base, actually. Well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> no, but... Uh, it shouldn't be. No, exactly. That's what it, it was uh, ironic. <laughs> but um, but no, yeah, Inter started as, as a PPLE uh, or started from PPLE students, just as another party can start from uh, Budrajkunde students yeah, yeah. Or, or history students. But now we uh, are seeking desperately not only to represent uh, PPLE students and we actually try to tackle all these issues that are not only uh, PPLE issues. We're running in more than only the, the law faculty okay. um, in which uh, PPLE actually is. Um, but I think it's a bit too narrow to say that we're only representing PPLE students because, for example, the functional impairments issue is something that is of very uh, university broad. Of course. I was just wondering. Yeah. I'm also still wondering how you differ from Uva Social. How, I mean, I heard a lot of positive uh, views from Uva Social about sustainability and accessibility and stuff like that, and of course we. So, is there a difference between your party stance on anything? <laughs> I, I imagine that there definitely is a party but stance. You, but you, you yourself, as the candidate, aren't aren't aware of it. I mean, we're we're about to start the debate, right? Ah, so you uh, start up a new party with the idea of fixing what issues you previously understand to not be addressed, but you didn't I mean, check and, if the previous party was already addressing them. Right. One of the issues that I'm pretty sure Uva Social is not addressing is the is the functional impairments issue. Right? But they just um, said accessibility and accessibility. Of but then we're talking standards. about physical. Uh, of course, we we also want to improve physical accessibility. However, yeah. I'm talking about functional impairments like ADHD and autism, I mean, you, you, which are uh, mental yeah. disorders. Okay. We, we I also mean, do kind of like talk about that when we talk about the educational part of it. 
Um, like that also includes everyone that has, for example, dyslexia, people mm -hmm. who are like, you know, ADHD and stuff like that. We also are aware that there's a problem with accessibility for the education part. And that's why I kind of mentioned earlier that like includes yeah. the term you use. I'm not okay, so the other that. candidates. Okay, just because yeah. we can say you're well. well. Does anybody differ from Uva Social? Because I don't think yeah, inter yeah, that. Well, well, we all are. Well, okay, here we go. <laughs> well, okay. well, to add to your point, exactly. Exactly what you said, Beth. I'm hearing a lot of open doors, a lot of vague terms, and this is exactly what we don't want from a, from a student council. We don't want a student council who's talking a year round about all these fake terms and what what's the mean what's but the meaning. But that's also the and, and yeah, I agree. But and I... what we want to do is to bring it bring it back to the students and give every cut every student's tuition fee in half, freeze the grades. That's a, those are some of the concrete I, points, I would want to ask about... which are very practical and which are very beneficial beneficent to those students instead of like fake terms, which I hear a lot right right here. Okay. We should establish this now. Should have where it started. I'm gonna just violently shush anybody who talks over anybody. Um, but I just on that point, it's good that um, anti-corona party have come out with this stance. Yeah. Um, but can I ask? You just mentioned anti-corona party, um, and that's Tammy speaking for listeners. Um, yeah. you've just come up with that figure for half the tuition fees. Where did that Where did that figure come from? I don't. Did you well, just the decide? fact is that. What what has been done for, uh, right now is that there have been some selective measures which only a few students benefit from. But the problem is way broader. Like the National Student uh, um, Student Union has already pointed those problems out. What we need to do is implement one policy which everybody can benefit from. And if you're asking me how am I going to, going to pay for it, because I kind of feel that question coming. No, no, no I'm just asking Yifa, why, why that figure? Well, I think that we need a uniform measure which all students can benefit from, because there's a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of problems beneath the surface because everybody is saying we need to we need to research we need to search which which students um, are hit the hardest. What I'm saying is everybody's hit by this, uh, and on the other side we're only getting half the education. Why should we pay to a uh, full price for only half the education? Well, would we all agree that it is half the education? I mean. I can understand if that's why you've drawn the line. It's, we're going to draw a you know a kind of blockade of when we stop going into tutorials. But I think that the university did work really hard in terms of maintaining. I know my tutors did anyways. Um, like some standard of Zoom classes. Um, notes were made available. But now you're bringing it to the to the um, to the responsibility of like individual teachers and individual. I think students. it was the college think, as a whole. Because I think they've worked very hard, yeah. but what we need is an answer from the CVB, from the highest bosses, which uh, everybody can benefit from, not just some selective measures. Yeah. We need answers. And I think what you're saying is exactly the problem. On a decentral level, everything is working as great as possibly can be, but we need to have a bigger, broad framework for which those, those students and the teachers can function in. Yeah. I just... Yeah, I'm just always curious when I see things like 50 percent, and I know that maybe other voters are the same. It's like, where do they, where's the fifty percent come from? Or are we just like, I'm, I'm a hundred percent for halving my fees. I'm, yeah, I'm easy money. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's what I want. Don't get me wrong. But um, I think, but I just wonder. I just, I'm yeah, just, I think we just need to stop with the talking, and we just need to implement stuff because people, because students are in dire situations. I've had some talks with some students, and yeah. and th there have been some really really bad situations. Yeah, I, and I'm, we're all familiar with this now, but um, 
Yeah, so, okay, we've established anti-corona is different from uber-social in some respect there. Mm -hmm. We get well, it. Stronger stance. In, in a lot of respects, because I think what they mentioned were kind of open doors, which we all can agree on, because everybody thinks accessibility is very important. Let's be honest, we can find each other on that subject. But what you, what, anti, what makes anti-corona party different is that we have actual measures which we want to implement. Okay, so anti-corona has some measures. Okay, next up we have Lisa. What's your crack? What have we got to say to that whole bit of... <laughs> yeah, it's funny because uh, with Slav we mostly agree with that. We have our one big point and it is we want more free beer for yeah, all students. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, we're coming out of the party that has a stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Although it didn't bring me any beer, so I'm just sitting here. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> but okay. in regards to numbers that come from somewhere, we uh, give away 500 liters of free beer every month, if we can. <laughs> Obviously, the university is uh, closed Talk to me moment, a bit. Like, so. Where are you getting the beer from? I just need to know. Like, Where is the beer coming from? Like, Who's getting it? How do I get it? Oh, what's, so we just have our uh, drinks in the brainwave, which is at our faculty, um, and we got our own top, and uh, we got this truck just bringing us kegs. And the last time someone came, it was like, "Oh, you're gonna have a fun weekend." So like, no, it's it's one night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but um, we go big. Do you not feel though a little bit of? I mean, like I said, I'm for free beer, but do you not feel a little bit of? discomfort with this idea that you have parties on one hand who are standing up and trying to reach some level of socioeconomic equality in terms of a tertiary education and you're kind of standing up and saying yeah like fuck that pursuit let's just have some free beer bros um and how do you like I'm, it's fun and it's it's a gimmick but is it embarrassing ever at some point no i don't think so uh i understand how it can be um but it's the money we get as council members for our work um so we give up with it, it's not a salary, but I mean, you're not asking any other council member what where their money is going. You're not going to shame them for going to McDonald's. With no, hundred percent. So. <laughs> it's not about where you're spending your money. I would always vote that it be on beer, but it's just the fact that you are getting the vote, um, and people are voting for the most simple common denominator of their own lives being beer, um, and what you're doing kind of, or what you can be seen to be doing is tapping into that feeling of hopelessness that a lot of students feel in terms of their relationship to the institution. And you kind of tap into that, literally. Um, and people vote for beer because it's the thing that they can understand. At least they're going to get it. But is it, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily true. And that's a kind of a point we also want to make. It's uh, in line with what uh, Tammy said. We also think a lot of parties are just... Um, stating ideals that everybody can agree with yeah. um, not putting enough concrete ideas of or things they really want to achieve and then having varying different kind of persons in the council who don't even think alike or don't even vote for the things they said they would vote for um so it's just we don't agree with the party system as a whole amen yeah <laughs> yeah but but do you see what i mean though it does feel are you are you tapping into that that hopelessness that people don't feel they have anyone to vote for so you're just giving them is this a long-term solution or is this just a, a one-year rebellion vote to kind of it's, shake it up or is this... It's not. Um, and we also, uh, we used to say just like we have one issue, but um, we changed that and now we just say, well, everyone has their own opinion and you have to talk to the people who are on our list to understand what those people think and what they really are trying to achieve. Okay, so you're not, instead of going for... So let me pick this up, right? You're a party, but the one party line is free beer or yeah. beer, access, accessible beer rather. Um, and then beyond that, you also kind of have like a free vote within your you know party system. So instead of whipping candidates to align with the party vote, you give them complete free reign. Yeah. But so you're 
So anyone can join or yeah. anyone can represent as long as they're in line with the free. Yeah. Well, but what you... happens if you suddenly have a vote which or you have a candidate who likes who wants to go for this slap party free beer but say uh supports policies which as a party you would feel discomfort discomfort with. Well, we don't have any uh opinion as a as a party, so we can be uncomfortable with what anyone thinks that we do. And you would be fine with doubling the tuition fees. Um, 10,000 if, if someone uh, wants that he can be on our list or he or she can be on our list and if he gets enough votes that person is going into the council so we also say the one with the most votes will get our seat so not just okay, the first so one on the list you're rolling the dice a little bit in terms of the yeah okay okay I kind of I kind of feel a bit better with this a little bit what does everyone else feel does everyone feel this is better understood uh, I do want to make comments about Tammy and the, and oh wait but before we get to that because I feel like oh. you know you can see people like waiting <laughs> let me <laughs> make my point because she's wait. kind of referred back to me and said so, she was kind you of may, a party you may like say like, something go on <laughs> <laughs> I do want to touch uh, I do want to react very shortly what you I think very well uh, said is that we are kind of touching on the realities of students. What I do want to distance myself from is that the anti-corona party is actually somewhat a party who wants to do the work instead of having just a one gimmick. We don't have a gimmick. We're actually, uh, we actually want to implement and do the work. Isn't your mm-hmm. gimmick that you're anti-corona? Or? But if you think corona is a gimmick, you haven't no, really uh, I mean, paid attention like, in the world. Uh, I mean, more like everyone <laughs> is against corona. But so. that's exactly why everybody needs to vote for me. I mean, to be fair, it's kind of funny. It's like saying, you know, people say, like, I'm the Democratic Party. It's like, yeah. well, we knew that. We were voting for you. I'm a good one. It's yeah. like, yeah, we're anti-corona. Okay, like... No, it's... but that's actually a very big problem because the fact here is that you guys are all talking about these transcendental issues, which I've been in. I've been in this world for years. I've heard candidates saying the same every freaking year. And and to be honest, we need we need to solve the issues. We need to stop talking. We need to solve the issues. And to be honest, I haven't seen that from any of your parties. And well, we haven't this, heard. It, it, hey, hang on, years. we haven't heard David speak just yet. Yeah. Come on, yeah, so... give the boy a chance, <laughs> David. Thanks. So the Vice Student is the only liberal party and uh, we stand for digitalization, um, pragmatism and, uh, so it's funny. No, sorry. <laughs> so digitalization, pragmatism that. and flexibilization. Wait, okay, sorry, say that again. Digitalization. So digitalization. Yeah, so um, we, Everything want, online. we want all the lectures to be online. Also after COVID, we want it to be accessible for everyone at all times. Okay, okay. Did um, that, was this this come about because you realized the kind of efficiency well, of, of actually Zoom? it's been a, a one of our one of our spear points for the past uh, few years and um with corona we've now seen that it's possible so why don't just keep it so the lectures will still be held at Hooters or at Outmana Sport, but you will also be able to use it via Canvas, for instance. Attendance be like zero percent from <laughs> yeah, day well, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we think uh, students okay. can uh, can yeah I mean, manage I'm, their I'm, own yeah. uh, agenda. There so. will always be those two kids in your year who go to take notes in person and ask. There will always be more. <laughs> sure you, like, you'll be fine, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> shout out to those who make summaries. Like. Yeah. Um, so apart from that, what are you for? Um, yeah, we're also for um, flexibilization. So we want um, uh, students to be able to pay per student uh, study credit. So if you're doing a board year, for uh, for instance, or working at Uva Radio, uh, if you're uh, doing less courses, then you uh, don't have to pay the full tuition. So you can pay for every uh, um, yeah class you follow. And um, this will make it uh, also make the university more accessible, but then like in uh, I mean, same, kind of fake like yeah. same fake terms, same fake terms. It's true, isn't it? 
Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell yeah. you why. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is why. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like, well, the vibe was there just to, you know. Well, there's uh, actually it, already a pilot uh, going on. It's called Flex Studio. So, yeah, Flex Studying. And um, you get to uh, pay per study credit, but it's like a 15% uh, extra fee. But do you think that that's taking away... Um, I'm interested here about the study. and mm -hmm. come back to it at some point. Um, but do you not think that kind of making it this setup whereby students pay per kind of block or by class they take mm -hmm. each one instead of having that kind of college education or that university experience of going and being part of a cohort and kind of doing this which is a huge part of the kind of university that yep. level of education because you come out of high school into this kind of like you're not quite a person but you're adult you know what do you do you go to university and you have it's a social experience yeah you, well, like i've yeah. learned very little law sorry billy but you <laughs> you do learn very little in terms of your classes compa compared to your social content yeah, well, you know and, and i think that that's what you run the risk of losing completely, you know? Yeah, well, and making I've, it a business, think, just very much a business. Yeah, well, I, what, what I try to say is that um, students can um, choose it for themselves. So if they want to, they should be able to do it. So if you're yeah. doing a board year, for instance, um, you cannot do all the courses. So it's quite weird that you have to pay for all the courses. Okay, I like this. So. I like this as a straightforward, out of everyone thus far, I kind of get like, you just want things, this is one thing that you want and it's like people, things getting paid for as they yeah. go along so it's fair flexibility okay i can go with flexibility okay i don't even think that's a that's one of those like transcendental terms or whatever i think flexibility we can eh. anybody want to jump in correct me hurry up <sighs> to the listeners back home people like sitting in their chairs like ready like <laughs> like <laughs> inter should come back in here because that was a heavy roast go on about flexibility or something yeah come on i mean uh... <laughs> No, regarding flexibility, I think the, I mean, I, I can imagine you don't want me agreeing on anything again, but I'm going <laughs> to, no, we, no, I'm joking, you're a party after my own heart, I mean, PPLE to PPLE. <laughs> thank you, thank you, no, but we, um, especially following what we've seen right now from, um, from the digitalization that was a response to Corona, um, uh, we also agree that once we can get back to, um, to normal studying and having real lectures, that lectures should be uploaded as quickly as possible. However, we also do think that the lectures should be open to uh, to public so that people, because studying digitally is still different from studying in person, right? Well, that's At an interesting idea, in my, like setting, setting them up to kind of have open lectures. Exactly. I like that. But to be honest, because what they're saying is not flexibilization. They're putting a price tag on our courses. And where is this going to end? Are yeah. we going to have markets systems inside our courses okay. where the I one mean, is I more think, valuable yeah. than exactly that's a, if it, my response um yeah of course if you what you're saying is like if you're doing like more courses in a year then you have to pay extra or because there also always will be the maximum but it, it's the, true though she's, she's that point about market pressures i mean is that do you really want to bring in more market pressures into an environment which yes. we have tried to kind of isolate from greater capitalist society. Yeah, I, mean, well, I'm not I think DPS. <laughs> I haven't tried that. I, I think it's uh, more important <laughs> that students uh, don't have to pay that much money for that little education. But then the, the issue is payment then, surely. The issue yeah, that it's so expensive to begin with, but then make it cheaper rather than pay per lesson. But it's a little, sorry, can I interject for a moment? Because what I'm hearing you say, it's uh, it's to have less, it's a less, uh, it has to do with the finances. What I find, I find it hard to believe that DVS has that stance because you're like, you're like a, uh, 
uh, a department of our national conservative party. You've gotten 25,000 euros yeah, from that. Is, oh, okay, okay, okay. finally. And two council, yeah. members, no, two council <laughs> members have quit your party because there was too much political influence from our conservative liberals. And for everybody okay. at home, those are the, that's the biggest party okay. which has okay. implemented the thanks most budget cuts. Yeah, He's for excited for the yeah. opportunity to yeah. call out any rumors. Yeah, Here this we go. Is the, the no, those are not rumors. Folia has researched this and these 25,000 euros has actually been proven. That's not true. That's, that that's is a, true. It no, says that's a fable. It's not true. No, what happened is, um, so you've got the favorites, the conservative party Tim was talking about, and they have a youth department. That's the YOVD. And uh, there was a person at the YOVD and he was like, ah, there are not enough liberal um, parties at uh, the university, so the different universities. Wait, there isn't enough liberal... Yeah, so the, the the voice that that Yeo Fide has, okay. he wanted to bring so it to university. conservative more than liberal, right? Would be a more comfortable. Yeah, well, fix. it's it's the liberal conservative. Okay, okay. So, just... um, but um, so a person who was uh, a member of Yeo Fide, he started the Vrije Student. But no, but that's they not didn't true. Get any it's money. not true because okay, it's wait, actually true. the founder is actually somebody who has has been in Parliament, Peter Duisenberg, and this is not yeah. a secret. Okay, I'm gonna have to bring yeah, up my magic. Shh. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's lying. Wait, but wait, they wait. didn't get any let, money. Let him, that's let him so finish different. his lie, and you will get an opportunity to respond Thank to his so-called lies. Yeah. <laughs> David, okay. if you wish to continue so, to lie, please she do says, <laughs> so. The, but don't the do issue so here because... is that uh, <laughs> she says that uh, the the Vrije Student got money from the VVD. That's not true. But there was a person who founded the Vrije Student who was also a member of VVD. But you can understand and how Tammy... this is sounding. No, no, no. Because and actually, I mean, the yeah. member, the, the, your, your Wait, main member Tammy, of I'm going to the... have to insist you let the yeah, boy finish. I'm, I'm Otherwise, sorry. I'm going to impose... Just too, it's just, I know, but okay. if you don't let the boy finish, I'm going to impose a five-minute silence, and then we're going to see what happens. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, so it's finish just not your... true that we got any money. I mean, um, the Folio article was about um, like uh, public funding for the... the Vrije student as a, uh, an organization and that was filled in by the same person but that doesn't mean that they got money from the one party to the other one they got, just got money through this from, random yeah. guy who magically was no no, no it's, exactly it was between. just a government fund I oh, mean, was this a government yeah, fund? yeah it was a government That's fund, a government so. fund. So. yeah <laughs> so wish i had some government and <laughs> some people they have like multiple parties i think you're also affiliated with it right <laughs> okay so, so can i ask can, if, can if, I if it's if it? one second let me just ask a further question for for everyone back home so you get just this government money and there's no kind of there's no um, there's no link between no day and the, the Vrije student okay that's your official statement yes. okay and this yeah. money is a government fund yes okay which technically all other parties then should be also eligible get. for yeah okay so guys if you want to speak to david at the end he knows how to get twenty five thousand. <laughs> yes. everybody like i'll leave my name you yeah. know where to find cool. me okay. that's a lot of free beer <laughs> that's a lot of you're getting a lot of free beer you can maybe bring some next time we can also cut the tuition fees inter can like <laughs> inter can do inter <laughs> yes please because um as 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 inter, I do want to specify that we do stand for digitalization of the of the lectures, but we don't necessarily Just stand remembered. for the. For, <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> we don't necessarily stand for the flexibilization that DVS is talking about. So we don't stand for the paying per credit. However, we do believe that every student, of course, have their has their own 
way of studying and the yeah. university has to provide studying and we think the university should in this digitalization be as flexible as possible for its students but that's exactly the thing because that's very vague because what i is, don't think it's very vague it's literally bringing... saying that you want to upload lectures after they've been recorded you're saying everything is vague and everything is open doors i'm saying i want to fix functional impairments i'm saying i want to have recorded lectures online that's both very concrete and i have some more things but however I'm what i'm about... hearing from you is that you want to cut in half the uh, tuition fees, yes. tuition fees are done from government, right? So then that means that the UVA is going to have to pay students money. I would like to have your explanation. How are you going to make sure that UVA can cut down tuition fees in half? So you're actually UVA. saying that a university is not there to provide for the students. I'm saying it certainly is, but I also know that the tuition fees are set on a, gov on a national government level. I, I don't really get what you're saying. Because I'm saying that you don't have the power in the CSR to cut in half the tuition fees. That's what I'm saying. But that's exactly the problem. You guys, all, we're all kind of in this little framework which the university offers us, but we need to think big. No, we you need know to that think visionary. From, from a Where's your shrimp But you know, Inter got such a hard bashing at the start yes, of this that I felt like yes. I had to give him this moment. You no, know what I mean? Like, let the, him have this. The municipality can't decide for example, how we're going to do the taxes this year, you know? Okay. That's so, actually not true. On certain topics, they yeah, can actually... Of course, but I'm using it as a okay. metaphor. Yeah, but it's a very bad metaphor. I'd like to hear your reaction uh, to the action. Inter, did you not just... Like I just shushed. I'm bro. sorry, I should respect the shh. Okay, because it's also unpleasant for the listeners. When that goes through your like your earphones, <laughs> like, it's uncomfortable. So I'm sorry, everybody, but they were just out of line here. 